Hello everyone! Welcome to The Pendant Shakespeare Twelfth Night Act 5. I'm your director, Landon Bell. I am joined by... No. Your dramaturge, Colin Kelly. Yay! And off the bat here we have Jason R. Wallace as Fabian and Allison Moser as Festy. Yay! So, belong you to the I'll be honest. Friends. I, sir, we are some of her Alice in this entire play has been amazing. And that's Paul, right? And Paul and Jason are just so amazing and naturally. It's just, we have such a good cast with good comedic timing. And they're all incredibly witty. Oh, yeah. This is this is honestly one of my favorite acts of the play. Even though the writing in this act is... It's kind of on the weekend in, in a similar manner to where uh, the final act of Much Ado is kind of the weakest act of the play. Uh, but at the same time, all the actors came together and made this wonderful. Well, and that's the job of actors, to uh, make up for the writer's mistakes. Which is also why we have directors, right? Right. Thou shalt not be the one. And please watch, we're going to get nasty emails. How dare you say the last act is not as good? How many years of Shakespeare now? We're, we're starting to be like, eh, it's not as good as the other one, you know? It's like 400 years or something. We are officially connoisseurs, people. <laughs> of course, I don't think anything beats Malvolio reading the letter. That, that's hilarious. And the old saying is, uh, these are her C's, her U's, and her T's. <laughs> Pete had some pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing bloopers from that scene that wound up in the blooper reel. Hopefully that will be dropping soon. Hopefully. We should ask the director about that. Oh no, it's mixed. It's mixed. It's in. The executive producer has it. It just hasn't dropped. So if you enjoyed our plays, go listen to Twip. Yay! Or maybe it'll be in the podcast feed. I actually think that's the plan. That face of his I do remember well, yet when I last saw it, it was besmeared as black as Vulcan in the smoke of war. A bobbling vessel was he captain of, for shallow draft and bulk appraisal, with which such scatheful grapple did he make with the most noble bottom of our feet, that very envy and the tongue of loss cried fame and honor on him. Well, what's the matter? I love how the music turns more military. This is actually... Let me see if I can remember the name of this song. This is... Horizon by Jazz Street Trio, I believe. So, but the military I'm talking about the drums, but right, right. Well, it has a very, it has a very noir feel to it, which is what I, uh, I liked any time that uh, Viola or Sebastian was in the scene. Which, by the way, Marley Norton, she's very good in this scene. <laughs> We, we really have to give props to Ma to Marley Norton because she's playing Sebastio. Wow, Sebastio. I just completely combined Sebastian and Cesario and said it out loud. 
a witchcraft drew me hither. This is this is why I sit down and you know the practice talking before I talk. Who's playing? You know, I gave him and did thereto add my love. Uh, but as I was saying, Marley does an incredible job with Viola and Sebastian, especially with uh, slipping in between the different voices like she does to make sure they are unique. And well, that definitely comes into play in this act. So. Being apprehended, his good job, Marley. Colin, no talk good. <laughs> I am Shakespeare boy. I don't talk. And yet, here you are acting, so. Which is a very good performance, if I do say. Uh, speaking of Marley, though, she, uh, she recently had her interview with Jordan Gottlieb on Twip. And at some point in the interview, she was talking about her... Uh, Sebastian voice, and she said that it was part Fonzie from Happy Days. <laughs> and so now I can't think of that character without seeing her in, well, it's supposed to be him, in like a big leather jacket and hey. slick back <laughs> in the 20s. <laughs> Which totally doesn't work. Madam, gracious. <laughs> Olivia. But at the same time, it's hilarious, so. Good, my lord. My lord would speak, my duty hushes me. Who cares about time periods? Still so cool? Still so constant, lord. What? To perverseness. And here's Nani Brennan's Olivia. And, yeah. She shows a lot of snark in this act. I think that's why we cast her, because her, her audition was very snarky, I remember. It was very snarky and smooth, which is really what the character needs, because Olivia bounces back and forth between the two. Indeed. That oh, It was also the emotion, because, you know, in the beginning she's grieving for... Anyways. <laughs> it's been so long since we recorded commentaries, guys. I don't know what we talked about last time. We're recording this literally, I believe, like shh, ten shh, days out <laughs> from release. Obviously, this was recorded the night before it was released. These aren't pre-recorded. What are you talking about? My thoughts are ripe in mystery. I'll sacrifice the lamb that I do love to fight the raven's heart. And I, most jocund, apt, and willingly, to do you rest, a thousand deaths would die. Where goes Cesario? After him, I love more than I love these eyes, more than my life, more by amours than e'er I shall love wife. If I do feign, you witness above, punish my life for taking And now we're listening to the episode. <laughs> The biggest problem with Shakespeare actors, they're talented. Who does they you? suck you in. Who does do you right? Wrong? Which, that's one of the biggest differences between hearing Shakespeare perform and reading it. Because reading it is, let's just be honest, it can be boring. <laughs> Whereas hearing it performed is beautiful and glorious and very entertaining. Her husband, Sirrah. No, my lord, not I. 
Alas, it is the baseness of thy fear that makes me strangle thy propriety. Fear not, Cesario. Take thy fortunes up. Ah, uh, Shakespeare. Currently trying to see what awkward situations he can create. <laughs> yes, awkward situations. Those existed in 14 Selfamont. This is easily one of the strangest plays of his. I, I would say. Oh, it is, because, to be honest, the main plot takes a backseat to the side plot. Yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's quite hilarious the way he pulled it off. Oh, hey, Lynn Cullen as the priest. Which, if you go back and listen to Act 4, this is who Alison Moser was mimicking. So now that you've heard who Sir Topas sounds like, you can go back and laugh your head off. It, it, it's funny, because Allison and Lynn have been in a lot of seminar shorts together, and, and in uh, Tabula Rasa. But it's still hilarious because uh, just just the way Allison portrays her, you know? Mm-hmm. Slightly eccentric, whereas Lynn plays it very straight. What's the matter? He has broke my head across and has he got at the somehow. For the love of God, help! I had rather than forty pound over at home. Who has done this, Sir Andrew? David Alt, as Sir Andrew. We took him for a coward, but he's the very indeed, David Alt. My gentleman, Sergio. What's laughing? He is. You broke my head for nothing. And that that I did, I was set on to do. I love the way he does these lines. I never hurt you, you Very cowardly. Whereas in all the other acts, he was, you know, I don't know, like, like a drinking buddy. That's how he sounded in all the other acts, and now he's like really coward. At Sebastian. To be honest, his Sir Andrew is very. How is it with you? No, we, we, we cast him for a reason. It's very perfect for the role. Right. Speaking of perfect for the role... Aiden Rudd! I have met Aiden Rudd in real life now. I should mention this. I don't think I did last time. Aiden Rudd is a phenomenal human being who is maybe a year or over or under my age. And here he is. Hi, I'm old. Very old. And drunk! Drunk is nice. I remember my uh, email notes for this episode. I basically said, Aiden, he is supposed to be extremely drunk with each of these lines. So try and sound extremely drunk. And sure enough... <laughs> Dudes to see Dick Sergeant Salt. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Sir Toby's our fan favorite, or uh, the producer favorite, because we're sitting, sitting here going, ah, let's see how well we can imitate his voice <laughs> and film his roomly. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no way I could pull that off. And I believe I forgot to call out Andrew Bundy, earlier, as the first officer. We got to talking, and, uh, yeah. Sorry, Andrew. That's usually how that happens. Which is Sebastian? Most 
wonder. Heaven forgive me when we're doing Julius Caesar because I will probably forget to call out people. <laughs> There's so many characters. Uh, Julius Caesar, it's just gonna be like, add this. Okay, before let's just get this out. This is the cast list. Of charity, what can are you? It's like before the commentary starts, we have a big disclaimer of the cast list. It's like, here's these people. Thank you for your work. It was fantastic. You guys did great job. So great that we're like, ah, discussion, discussion, discussion. Oh, we forgot about man number three. <laughs> Were you a woman, as the rest goes even, I should my tears let fall upon your cheek and say, Thrice welcome, drowned Viola. My father had a mole upon his brow, and so had mine, and died that day when Viola from her birth had numbered thirteen years. I love how that record is lively in my soul. They're talking, and they're panned to one side and the other, but you can hear the changes in... Marley's voice, just enough that you know which is which, even though they haven't identified who is who yet. Right. Did she record the characters separate? Do you know? She did. She did. Which you would have never known, because, <laughs> hey, directing... So comes it, lady. You have been mistook. Uh, she, actually, she actually had some really funny uh, bloopers from this act. <laughs> I believe it. Nor are you therein, by my life. Are, are I won't spoil it. Bloopers directed at each other? Like, did she get in an argument with herself? Uh, no, it was mostly arguments with herself. <laughs> like, just herself and not the other character. If this be so, and yet the glass seems true i shall have share in this most happy event boy and also a train there's a train in hers <laughs> trains and automobiles the enemies of voice actors everywhere no 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 the trains and automobiles i'm fine it's those god darn airplane give me thy hand and let me see thee in thy woman's weed the captain that did bring you know? I don't know that I've ever had um, I haven't had an, an audio session ruined by an airplane. Why do you ask that? <laughs> I don't think I ever have uh, with me because I've recorded several things before. It's, you know, it's usually cars or trains. Even though there's an airport like a mile away. A most extracting frenzy of mine own from my remembrance clearly banished his. How does he, Sirrah? Truly, madam, he holds Beelzebub at the stage's <laughs> end as well as a man in his case. Oh, Allison. He has here writ a letter to you. I should have given it to you today morning, but as a madman's epistles are no gospels, so it skills not much when they are delivered. Open and read it. <laughs> Look then to be well edified when the fool. You, you have to love. Um, just the wordplay. You know, gospels and epistles, for example. How now? Art thou mad? No, madam, I do but read madness. And your ladyship will have it as ought to be. You must allow Vox. Prithee, read i' the right wits. So I do, Madonna. But to read his right wits is to read thus. 
Therefore, perpend, my princess, and give ear. Read it, you, Sirrah. By the Lord, madam, you're wrong. I love Jason's reading. It's pretty fantastic. Darkness and given your drunken cousin rule over me, yet I have I the benefit of my senses as well as your ladyship. I have this image of Jason having like these tiny uh, eyeglasses, you know, that are supposed to like sit on your nose, but it's basically it's incredibly <laughs> tiny, and he's just trying to read it, but he's just not sure. Shame. Did he write this? Hi, madam. This savors not much of distraction. See him deliver. Bring him hither. Oh man. My lord, so please you, these things further thought on, to think me as well a sister as a wife. One day she'll crown the alliance on it, so please you. Here, at my house, and at my proper cost. Madam, I am most apt to embrace your offers. Your master quits you, and for your service done him. So far beneath your soft and tender breathing. And since you called me master for so long, here is my... And once again, we're just listening to the actors act yeah. again. You terrible, terrible people. How could you? Hey, we've only done it, Is what, this like the twice this act? We're on only a roll. Twice. We're on a roll. Madam, you have done Oh no, here comes wrong. Pete. <laughs> Notorious wrong. Have I, Malvolio? Oh. Lady, Pete's Malvolio is a gem. Peruse that letter. You must not now deny it is your hand. Write from it, if you can, in hand or phrase. Or say tis not your seal, nor your invention. You can say none of this. Well, grant it then, and tell me, in the modesty of honor, why you have given me such clear lights of favor. Bade me come smiling and thrust garter <laughs> to you. To put on yellow stockings and to frown upon Sir Toby and the lighter people. And acting this in an obedient hope, why have you suffered me to be imprisoned, kept in a dark house, visited by the priest, and made the most notorious geck and gull that air invention played on? Tell me, why? Alas, Malfolio, this is not my writing. Though I confess much like the character, but out of question, tis Maria's... I imagine Mavalio coming up with all these crazy hand gestures when he's like, WHY?! ...first told me thou wast mad, then camest in smiling, and in such form as which were presupposed upon thee in the letter. For the you know, we have to give... Going back, uh, we have to give props to Nani's, uh... Olivia, because she embodies the role as a, a boss. Mm -hmm. Which was one reason, for the longest time we were like, eh, none of these auditions are really what we need. And then she auditioned and it's like, wow, okay, this is every aspect of the character we needed. <laughs> Well, and we, and we, you get lucky like that, you know, you, you're kind of like, ah, we want someone who's like this, and we're getting, mm -hmm. and then sometimes you get that one person who is just, ah, oh, you shall be the puck, you know, <laughs> and, and then you have other people, it's like, 
on both sides. Perhaps. Crap, I have 50 people Four, who would be perfect. How perfect, I say. That's the exact, that's the exact <laughs> issue we had with Antony with uh, Julius Caesar. We had like yeah. three or four different people and they were all incredible. That's all one. By the Lord, fool, I am not mad. <laughs> and one of them we wound up casting as Cassius because it was incredible. <laughs> How did that happen? What? We got a good a good actors doing stuff? Hmm. Yes, yes. Never yeah, yeah. You can't see it, but Led and I, and I are wearing monocles and top hats and obviously drinking scotch as we do this. Yes, yes. Jack for me. <laughs> Pete Pete's lip quiver <laughs> in that that bit right there is hilarious. He hath not told us of the captain yet. He gave me so many great takes. It was hard to choose. I believe it. Some of them made it into the blooper reel because they were just so funny on their own merits. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. The cast list for this play is just filled with impeccable actors who we were incredibly lucky to have with us. Absolutely. No doubt about that. So, just wanted to say, you all done good. Oh, oh, here comes the musical number. Oh, but we never have those. <laughs> so... Vincent did a magnificent job with this song. Oh, yes. He said it was his favorite of all all five. Which... Well, of course, because it's the last one he has to do. <laughs> I can't decide if it's my favorite or second favorite, but it's really good. Indeed. Also, we finally learned the name of this horn player who's been playing horn in all these different songs. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> Suspense, you leave us in it, man. Yes, 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 I do. Yay, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> I actually told Allison when we started this, just give me a track of Walla, and it's got you saying all these different things, like, take it away, Johnny, or hit me three times, or all these different things, and she did. It's funny, though, because when you think about it, okay, Allison and, and Jack are dating. Jack plays Johnny Franks in this RPG that I play with Jeffrey and Susan and Anna. And, uh... Yeah, the, uh, the thought actually crossed my mind when I was doing it. And I was thinking, hmm, Johnny. What other pendant characters do I know that are named Johnny? And that's the only one I could think of. He's an unofficial pendant character, though, so... 
the unofficial ones are the best ones. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've been joking about writing them into quick audio, and Jack's like, if you're gonna do it, I may have to hit you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Quick audio, what's that? Uh, you'll find out in February, if you haven't heard already. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> What well, we don't plug out of the things. It's like, hey, what happened to the old Shakespeare theme? It's gone. This is the first act where uh, I've used the show theme for the credits. And, uh, of course, the Twelfth Night theme was Swing Time by Music by Pedro. But uh, with Julius Caesar, I actually have a custom theme, so... Hopefully, we'll be starting a brand new trend with that. Hopefully. It's a nice tagline, and to be honest, I have to say the music for this play was phenomenal. And nothing else, because jazz is amazing. Yes, it is. Featuring the following music. Finger Poppin' by Purple Planet Music of Purple Dash Planet. Hey, without killing us, you. Horizon and Fragile by Jazz Street Trio. Swingaroo and swing Do people actually live and listen to our commentaries? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I'm so sorry if you listen to our commentaries, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're like, ooh, obviously it's going to be an intellectual discussion about Shakespeare. And we're over here going, bananas are nice. <laughs> and these actors are so amazing. Produced by Pendant Productions. We like Shakespeare. Shakespeare dice. <laughs> Alright, well, that's time for us to go. Thank you for sticking around with us. We'll see you next... We'll see you in like three months for Julius Caesar. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. We'll see you in two months and be back next month for the sonnets, <coughs> which are uh, awesome. Shall I compare thee to a cliche? <laughs> yes. Alright, later everyone. Bye.